Welcome to Commander L Podcast, featuring powerful messages by Commander L, founder and pastor of the Kingdom Ambassadors, a movement dedicated to steering young people of Africa and the world, bringing a revolutionary message and showcasing God's existence in today's advanced world. Listen and be blessed. He says, my father is always working and so am I. Then I'm like, ah, wait. That explains why God could come down walking around in the flesh. Kind to strangers because some of you have entertained angels and you didn't know. Like there is more going on to this spiritual spirituality thing than we thought. And the question kept on coming, is that all? Like a powerful service, great word, transformation, felt God's presence. Is that all? But let me tell you this. That it all starts with this one thing. The consciousness that the Father made you in His image. Which means that the things you consider a privilege are actually responsibilities. Which means that when God calls on you to do something, it's not a privilege, it's your responsibility. Who else do you want Him to call? It's called the work of God. Because it's something for holy gods. So, listen to me. If God calls on you to do something, who else were you expecting him to call? Imagine, imagine, imagine I give my, my, I sell my phone to, let's say, him. I, I did a bet with him. And then I lost my phone. And then he got it. Betting is not good, please. And then I lost the phone. And then, and then, and then, and then he has the phone now. And then Reverend Joshua was the one who bought the phone for me. Reverend Joshua said, Elliot, where is the phone? I said, hey God, um, I'm sorry. It was, um, it, was, it was the woman you gave me. She told me that we should do the best. And now I've lost. Now listen to this. We, I've lost the thing. And then God says, then I want to, the Reverend Joshua says, I want to buy the phone back for you. Now, if the original price of this phone is, let's say, 5000 And this one got it. Will Reverend Joshua go and buy it for 200 cities? Tell me, will Reverend Joshua go and buy it for 200 cities? How much will he buy it for? Because that's the price. That's the price. That's how much it costs. The Bible says, for we knew that the blood of bulls and goats and lambs could not, could not cleanse us of our sins. There is no way sheep can purchase man. It is not as if God loved. It's not as if. No, I just want to rephrase it better. Not that I didn't I don't want to say any mystery that you don't. I just want to rephrase it so I don't mean something that I'm not saying. I'm not saying something I don't mean. Yeah, I'm not saying something I don't mean. Now, listen to me. It's not as if. It's not as if God was so generous that he chose to be the one to die. It's because. Now, let me speak as a human being a little, okay? From human perspective. He did the mistake of making you as expensive as him. So the only thing expensive enough to pay for you was him. So that, that's, you see, so it's like, that was the mistake. That you are as expensive as him. So the only thing that can pay for you is him. So the thing is that the Godhead knew that, Charlie, there is no choice. This, this is the thing. We, we are the ones who have to do it. So which of us will go? The Bible says there was silence in heaven for 30 minutes. Then 
Then the lamp stood up. He broke the seal. He said, I'll go. He said, I'll go. So the people, they are expensive. Charlie, one of us will have to go. I'll do the goal. It is not just a privilege. It's a responsibility. Imagine I appoint you as class prefect, as your teacher. And I call, I say, come to the staff common room now. And you get there and all you are saying is, sir, thank you for the privilege. It's a, oh my God, it's an honor that I'm in the staff common room. What, what will an ordinary student like me be doing in the staff common room? Oh God. I, I, sir, I, don't, I can't even believe this. Sir, sir, I'm nothing. I'm nothing. Yes, I'm in the staff common room. Sir, thank you. No. 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 You are there because it is your responsibility because of who you are. You have to understand this as a citizen of God's kingdom. Jesus said, John the Baptist was the greatest born among women. Nevertheless, he that is least in the kingdom of God is still greater than him. Like an era of people who are coming, who understand who they are. Who understand something that, listen, I, God made me in his image. And the original assignment was to have dominion by earth. Was to, was to express God's kingdom here on earth. God is counting on me to do it. Listen to me. The Bible says God rested from all the work. No. He rested from all his work. The work was not finished. It was his part of the work that was finished. The rest was his partner was to continue. That was Adam. So Adam comes and God comes and says, Adam, it's time for to name the animals. Adam, till the ground, extend the garden environment. Continue working it, groom it, do this. Like Adam, it's your turn. Come and let me show you how it's done. Let me teach you about agriculture. Let me teach you about animal husbandry. Who do you think taught Cain and Abel how to do all this? God was teaching the guys. He will come in the cool of the day to, ex to, to reveal to the guy more. He says, this is how it's done in heaven. This is how it's done. Do it this way. Don't do it that way. Name them. Let me show you the concept of naming. So you have no business sitting now idle in life. I beg you. Neither have you any business being quiet in life. In fact, you cannot be quiet in life. You are not allowed to be quiet. Because Jesus opened his mouth to say, you are like a city that is set on a hill. It cannot be hidden. So, so you have no business living a small life. You have no business living a hidden life. Your impact must be felt. Your impact has to be felt. If you are a believer and your impact is not felt, you have actually done the impossible. Because you are like a city that is set on a hill. And every single one of you, listen to me. Ephesians 2.10. I think we'll quote only this one. So someone should open Ephesians 2.10. Can we have scripture projection? Can we have scripture pro Okay, solid. So Ephesians 2.10. While we are waiting for the scripture, Isaac, come and do a spoken word for me. Wow. It's putting on the garment of, of righteousness. All right. He has taken the puppet. No problem, no problem. He wants, he wants music in the background. Amen. There is a form of deception that is trending. The body of Christ needs mending. The body of Christ needs surgery. 
because the members have been infected, not with a virus, but with wisdom. Worldliness in subtle doses of misinformation. Wisdom. Worldliness in subtle doses of misinformation. The body of Christ been on a diet. Diet brewed not from Hebrews but from hell. Satan sets a table before you in the presence of your ignorance. The deception is running over. Surely, watch and you will see that all around you is a buffet of wisdom. Worldliness in subtle doses of misinformation. Misleading information disguised as song lyrics. T-shirts, billboards, social media posts. Each day you wake up your eyes. Your eyes take the first bite of subtle doses of misinformation. Your ears get drunk with words that suffocate the power out of the scriptures you know in your heart. The heart God told you to guard is now being guarded against God, against conviction, against the realization that the children of light are light years away from God's idea of being the light of the world. The realization that the children of light are light years away from God's idea of being the light of the world. We are no longer the lighthouse of God. Can you see why? See, we lost our first love and so we are no longer the lighthouse of God. Can you see why? See, the church has become a parliament house filled with assembly men who are not taking good care of the assemblies of God. The church is lacking love. The members are cold and icy. Gee, See, Christ's temple is looking less like Christ. The members are cold and ICGC. Christ's temple is looking less like Christ. And so the world is running. Temple run. We are far from God's idea. We are far from God's idea of what it means to be Christian. Because we decided to watch while waiting. To watch everything wrong. Sing every new song. Make our growth process long. We decided to watch while waiting. Between the world and the word, we were alternating. One step forward, three steps back. Now that's frustrating. For the God who desires, we leave the basic principles and move on to perfection. Hebrews chapter 6, verse 1. There is a deception that is trending. On unbelievers, Christians are depending. We are depending on them to measure our godliness, not realizing our God is in us less. We sacrifice maturity on the altar of comparison. But if you stop meditating on the state of unbelievers and just pick up a mirror, you will see the body of Christ is malnourished. So many baby Christians, as if Christianity is a nursery. No wonder your children cannot stop singing, my daddy, my daddy, your babies are refusing to grow. We sing daddy where they pamper, but God sees children where they need pampers. Ignorance. Ignorance is bliss. Moses, bliss. Moses did not pass the Red Sea for you not to be I read. See, the the watchmen, the African Christians supposed to be on tower tops are underground, buried under immaturity, in a casket they call their comfort zone, with an understanding of God that has perfectly suppressed God. We've reasoned ourselves away from the full expression of our promised reality, and God's heart breaks a little every time we are excited by what should have been our normal. How come the supernatural is a strange occurrence we applaud? How come blessings are like special guests we are not supposed to expect regularly? How can we stay when God's word comes to pass? There is a form of deception that is ending. The African Christians are returning to remind us that in our kingdom, supernatural events are the only things that make sense to us. The laws of nature, they are a myth to us. In our kingdom, everybody has two shadows, goodness and mercy. We don't expect to be able to count our blessings. In our kingdom, our God calls us God. So we have no right to be human, no time to be normal, and no excuse. Because the truth is, heaven is not the goal. Heaven on earth is the goal. That's the reason for our birth. 
not improving church buildings, but improving the earth. But we are the light of the world, not the light of the church. So working for God starts after Sunday service. The truth is that the truth is that successful Christians are a more powerful sermon than any pulpit can ever produce. And when Christian businessmen meet, that's the real church workers meeting. So we will not praise God and be useless to God, no. We will live our lives in such a way that when you are talking about the development of this world, you will not be able to deny our contribution. You will not be able to deny that to every problem we were the solution. We were the ones who gave hell hell while laughing at persecution because we didn't start a church. We started a revolution. I think I should close now, right? <laughs> wow. I think we should clap one more time. Listen to me. Let everything that is happening inspire you. Let everything that is happening ginger you to step out here and do something you've not done before. Let's close. For we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus. So we can do the good things he planned for us long ago. We are God's what? We are God's what? One more time. We are God's what? I can't feel the energy. We are God's what? So, you are the apex of creation. When you think every single thing that God made, you are the apex. You are the climax of it all. You are at the top of the chain of it all. You are God's masterpiece. If there is anything to boast about, it's not heaven. It's not the angels. It's you. You are God's masterpiece. If there is any work of creation that expresses God's ability the most, it's you. If, if there is anything that can show how creative God is, it is you. If there is anything that can show how powerful God is, it is you. Because you are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus. Meaning Jesus is not a destination. He's the means to an end. The money I paid for the phone was not the end. Neither was the phone the end. What the phone should be used for is the end. He created us anew in Christ Jesus so we can do the good things he planned for us long ago. Listen, he said that there were some plans we took long ago, guys. We said you were going to do A, B, C, D. So what happened? Listen, I'm sending Jesus so that you can go back to doing what you were supposed to do long ago. So, if there is any way I can put it, I'd say, rise and take over. Don't sit on your abilities. Listen to me. This word I'm preaching, this word I'm speaking, is not to people who are starting life. Abraham, what he couldn't do his entire life, he did at 100. 100 was when he started God's purposes for him. When he was as good as dead, that is when the purposes of God started for him. 
every single one under the sound of my voice. Listen to me. There is an intention that the creator has for you. There is good works that the creator has pre-planned for you. Always ask yourself, how can I be a light? How can I exert my light onto others? What practical thing can I do that will reveal God and will reveal heaven? Good works. Every single one of you will live here. Collectively, our efforts will just shake the earth. And listen to me. Jesus Christ, three and a half years, and you, he was just speaking, 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 speaking to the disciples, speaking to them, speaking, 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 speaking words of empowerment. Telling them that, listen, the kingdom of God is at hand. This is the kingdom the Father promises at hand. He told them that the kingdom will not come by observation. It is in you. He was speaking words to them. Jesus was the one who told the disciples, you are the light of the world. He was the one who told the disciples that we don't light a candle to put under a bed. He said, God has put something in you that must be revealed. Jesus was the one. He was the one who was telling the disciples these things for three years. <laughs> he was feeding them with information. Information for three years. He chose them to give them words. If there is any blessing that God will want to give you, it's words. So God brought you here today to give you these words. You were made for much more, Pastor Ben. You were made for much, much, much more, Eunice. You were made for much more, Abigail. James, you were made for much more. Aubrey, you were made for much more. The Father's joy is in you exerting good works. The Father's joy is in you manifesting what he put in there. That is the Father's joy. That, that's actually what it means to be a Christian. You are like Christ. And how was Christ? He says, the Father is always working and so am I. I am always manifesting something new. Bringing out new ideas. So you people will rise, live here and just shake this world. Up to now, I can't wrap my head around something amazing God did. I always talk about it and I'll keep talking about it. That Adam realized they were naked. They sewed fig leaves. God comes in, takes animal skin, sews a tunic and gives it to them to wear. <laughs> Can you imagine that? God sewed tunic. God sewed. God sewed. God sewed. God sewed. God sewed. God sewed tunics for them. He said, the leaves you are wearing, they are too inferior. They will dry up soon. Let me show you a better fashion style. So God sewed tunics. God. I, listen, God sewed. Jesus said, my father is always working and so am I. See, your hands are blessed because you are like God. Your eyes are blessed to see things because you are like God. He created you anew in Christ Jesus for works, not for services. He created you anew in Christ Jesus, I repeat, for works. So we have to rise and do. Enoch walked with God for 300 years. And the Bible says he was not for God to keep. But this was his testimony. He pleased God. Like asking, think about it. That means there are things that make God happy. He went through all the trouble to manifest in the flesh to send Jesus to die for you. 
to empower you to do something. That is what you can do to give him peace. Listen to me. This is what you can do to give God peace. And I repeat, this is what you can do to give God peace. You read there in Genesis and you read some writings and the Bible says, and God said in his heart, and it grieved the Lord, and it pained the Lord, and the Lord, and you say, wow. And, and the Lord repented. And Paul calls him the God of all comforts. And, 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 and it's like how we have, we have, what's the word, robotized God for some time now. We have made him a machine. This is a gathering of the world's most powerful people. Listen to me. I said, this is a gathering of the world's most powerful people. Because the seed of God is in you, you cannot be small. Every single one of you here, I said, this, this is, the, is a gathering of the world's most powerful people. Oh yes, one day you saw the church. Oh yes, one day trample the church underfoot. If the salt has lost its flavor, what do we expect? All the insulting of the church are symptoms of something Jesus said. So we shouldn't be surprised. We've only lost our saltiness. The Bible says, and, and, and people greatly feared them, yet multitudes were added every day. That was the testimony of the early church. No, the guys were controlling town. I don't care who you are sitting in there. I don't care your relationship with God until this time. Listen to me. Works. God is counting on you. God knows you by name. He has a specific set of works for you. You gave up too early. God is just about to start with you. It's too early. And stop defining your relationship with God, please. Stop saying that, I don't think my relationship with God is working. Did God tell you it's not working? Just shut up and start working. Start being a light to yourself first. Be a light to family. Those of you who are here who are young, go home and let them realize that something has changed about you. Like go home and start exerting practical works. Something as simple as changing a door handle. Ask daddy, daddy, how much is it if the capital comes to change this door's handle? It's been spoiled for some time now. Ask daddy. And tell me, well, I'll take care of it. Look, it's not like, it's not like, it's not like we are, we are saying that, hey, uh, Commander, you've just given a powerful thing, we should change the world. Now you're talking about door handles. No, what, what world are you going to change? What is out there that you're going to change? The kingdom of God is like unto a man who put a master seed in the ground. It's small, it's in the ground. But watch this. It grows to become the largest. He that is faithful in the least will be faithful in much. He that is faithful in the least, I said, will be faithful in much. No. Jesus said, he that is faithful in the least is faithful in much. Not will be, is faithful in much. How you treat the least is actually a microcosm of the something big that God has put in. This is God's expectation of you. Ephesians 3.10. G. Ephesians 
We did Ephesians 2.10, right? So now let's just go one, one step ahead. Ephesians 2.10. God's purpose in all this, in everything that he did with Jesus, everything, like the whole gospel, everything, God's purpose in all this was to use the church to display his wisdom in its rich variety to all the unseen rulers and authorities in the heavenly places. Listen to me. Christianity has never even been about winning human souls. It's about revealing God to principalities and powers in unseen realms. There is so much more that God has called us to do. Let's stop being shallow. There is so much more God has called us to do. Let's stop being petty. You are dear to the kingdom. You are dear to God. He said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Like you are dear to him. A very special messenger. You see how they treat all these ambassadors and dignitaries when they come? You are dear to God. It's you who said your relationship with him is not working. He didn't say that. You can do it. God is waiting for you. God is waiting on you. Close your eyes on me. Father, we thank you for the life of everyone here. We thank you. Mr. Philip, can you come up and sing something for us? We thank you, Father. We thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Casting crowns, lifting hands, bowing hearts is all we've got. Casting crowns, that is to say, you have a crown, lifting hands. Oh, come on, bowing hearts. So if you are nothing, which crown are you casting before God? Casting crowns, casting crowns. There is something special about each and lifting every single hands, one of you. Lifting hands, And it's time for manifestation. Bowing heart, bowing heart. We'll do great for Jesus. So we've come. We'll do mighty for the King. Casting crowns, casting crowns. Lifting hands, lifting hands, bowing heart, bowing heart. So we've come to Adonai, Adonai. Adonai. Yes, Lord. Oh, I know. Hey, you reign, you reign. Say we will rise, we will rise. Oh, Dana Momo, Vera, Vaile, Mangajayo, Adonai, Adonai. You reign, you reign. Say we will rise. We will rise. Oh, 
Sora, Sora, we will rise, we will rise. Oh We thank you, Lord. We thank you for your masterpieces that have gathered here. Oh, it is you that works in us both to will and to do according to your good pleasure. So thank you, Father, that you are empowering. You are causing us to will, to do great and mighty works for you. You are causing us to step out of here, to shake the very foundations of this earth for you. The kingdom of God is manifested. He says, Unto whom the word of the Lord came, he called God. So thank you, Father, for such a convene, a gathering, an assembly of God. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Father, that no one here is irrelevant to the kingdom. Every single one of them are rising. They are rising. They are rising in your name. Thank you, Father. They are rising in your name, thank you, Father. They are rising in your name, thank you, Father. Relevance. The kingdom of God is manifested no one here is a little boy no one here is a little girl no one here is deemed irrelevant every single one of you you are rising in his name you are rising in his name you are rising in his name God is empowering you oh thank you spirit of God Thank you that your energies are coursing through them. They will do great and mighty works for you. They are the light of the world. They are the salt of the earth. They are the ones. The army that will rise in your name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. The army that will rise in your name. Thank you, Father. Oh, yes Lord yes Lord yes Lord yes Lord none of the ministers here are small every single one of them is leading the masses to cause a change and a revival in this continent in this world as a whole I speak to every gifting within you that break forth I speak to everything within you. I said, break forth. I speak to everything God has called you to do. I said, let it manifest. Let it manifest. 
Let it manifest. No one here will be a disappointment. I speak to everything within you. Manifest to the glory of God. You are God's peace. You are the master's peace. Ah, because of you, there is rejoicing in the kingdom. Because of you, there is rejoicing in the kingdom. Because of you, there is rejoicing in the kingdom. God is at peace because of you. God is at peace because of you. Hey, hey, thank you, Father. Until sucklings proclaim your name, you said. So no one here is too small. No one here is too small. Yes. Yes, as long as Uzziah sought the Lord, God caused him to prosper. God is causing you to do well. And don't say, I don't know my purpose. God said, I will lead you along the way. I will guide 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 you along the way, says the Spirit of God. I will guide you along the way, says the Father. I will guide you along the way. I will guide you along the way. And lo, I am with you always, says Jesus. And lo, I am with you always, says Jesus. God will guide you. You are his masterpiece. You are the master's piece. Oh, Holy Ghost. Hey. Fire my bones. Hey. Oh, Light within my soul. Hey. <laughs> oh, Power in my life, Holy Ghost, you and I will change the world. Holy Ghost, fire in my bones, Holy Ghost, the life within.
You and I will change the world. You and I will change the world. Holy Ghost, you and I will change the world. You and I will change Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. That you and us will change the world. That you and we will change the world. That you and we will change the world. That you and we will change the world. Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost. Thank you. Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost. Hey. Ake koko pefe fenten tembron son sembrendo makael uramba vendaela